your name? What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking about unusual jobs. So there are a lot of people out there who probably right now, maybe even listening to this podcast, have just a very normal job, right? Maybe a job that you have in your office or you just answer emails. Maybe it's just a normal job, accounting or being a lawyer, a doctor, all these sort of run-of-the-mill careers. But what about those people that do jobs that we don't even really think about or maybe we don't even realize exist or jobs that we kind of take for granted? These are jobs not a lot of people pursue, even though it can involve some pretty serious cash. So Paige and I thought today we would talk about some unusually weird jobs that are kind of outside the normal nine-to-five office job. So we're going to go through those and Maybe see if we want to do a career change after reading some of these as well. They're pretty lucrative. So let's dig in. So the first one that we see, this one makes me laugh. This one is a professional snuggler. So for our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with the verb to snuggle, snuggling is when you are like hugging each other or you have two bodies that are very close. It's like when two people are sleeping together, sometimes we call it like spooning you make sort of a spoon shape or sort of like you're just you're closely huddled you're sort of hugging you know this is something that people do to comfort each other when they're feeling lonely and so there are people out there that actually offer their services as a snuggler to people who are i don't know lonely cooped up in their house and just want to feel a little bit of love from somebody and reading the, the hourly rates here, it's going from, it looks like 60 to $80 an hour, US dollars per hour, which it's a pretty high rate. And so, you know, it sounds like at least what it says here, nothing more than hugs. We're going into a different career if we go further with that one. But what do you think about this page? What do you think? Did you ever think there was a market for lonely people looking for some, some snuggles? I mean, I guess there's a market for everything. I mean, snuggling is pretty great. I don't know if I would like it from a stranger, (laughs) (laughs) right? It doesn't feel like it would be as intimate if it's it's A, someone you're paying and B, a stranger. But I mean, I guess, you know, if there's a market for it, yeah, people like it. Are you you a snuggler? (laughs) I am a snuggler, definitely, yeah. Yeah. But uh, like you said, it's got to be intimate. The idea of having like a random person coming I'm paying them to snuggle with me that's that just that's really strange to me but I totally understand that there are those people and you know everybody everybody needs love like you said there's a market that exists for everything so we shouldn't be surprised but it was it was initially pretty pretty funny to see that okay so another one that is a, another odd job is golf ball diver and so for those that don't play golf when you are on the course there's a lot of obstacles and one of them are just ponds you know throughout the the holes and so generally most golfers probably get a ball in the pond you know at least probably in a round of 18 holes at least once and so i guess there's people that you pay to go fetch your ball and they dive in and grab it which 
to me sounds terrifying, especially um, last year I stayed at this, it was like a private island in South Carolina that was surrounded by golf courses. And almost every hole of this golf course had an alligator that would just be like sunbathing at the at the hole, which obviously lives in these ponds. And so you just never know what's down there. You know, you're going to get a golf ball and then your arms in an alligator's mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot can happen on a golf course. You have, you know, the ponds, which for listeners are, you know, artificial small bodies of water. So it's so easy for it to hit a ball right in the water and poof, it's gone. You better get another ball. So as you can imagine, uh, there's a lot going on, but you have in these ponds thousands, probably hundreds to thousands of balls that people just get on all their scuba gear. They go down there and they just pull up, you know, barrels and barrels of, of these golf balls, which I think they probably then resell or uh, refurbish, kind of do things to get money out of it. But like you said, that's a scary scary idea because most of these ponds the water is dark and like you said especially if you're in the south you know if we're talking florida especially you're going to be definitely running into alligators in these waters and so it's like is this really worth doing getting these old balls and maybe getting my arm ripped off by an alligator or who knows what else could happen i, I know for me the price would have to be quite high to to make that risk myself but hey, at least it'd be exciting. It'd be a lot better than probably a lot of boring jobs you just don't do anything for. But me personally, I'm not risky enough for that one. What What about you? Would you give it a shot? Hell no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't even think I'd go scuba diving. Like I, the waters are unknown and scary for me. Because <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even like yeah, like obviously there could be water snakes, alligators, all these things that I don't want to encounter. But like slime and muck and the algae and like just gross things that I don't want touching me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. The next one we have on the list, this is a uh, good and funny one. We have pet food tester. So just like we have our own testing for our own foods, we got to test foods for our pet friends, right? So these are the kind of people who they work with pet food companies to, you know, find out if the flavors of the the food for the pet is uh, good enough, sort of a quality control kind of a job. So these kind of people, they just, I guess, sit around and try different dog foods. So I I just imagine them sitting in a room and, you know, people from Purina or whatever company are coming in and saying, all right, this is our latest uh, chicken flavored cat food. Go ahead and have a fork full of that. Tell us what you think. All right, here we have our dry dog food pellets. This is supposed to be salmon flavored. Tell us what this is like. 
doesn't sound very fun to me. First of all, I mean, how good can pet food really taste? It can't be that good. So I imagine that this would just get kind of old after, I don't know, a few minutes <laughs> for me personally. But again, maybe this is a, you know, you imagine for these kind of jobs, they have to have that high hourly rate or that high salary in order to get people to sign up to do that, right? So I imagine this could be one of those where you have that carrot on the stick in front of you that's like, all right, you're getting paid a lot to do this, even though it's pretty miserable eating <laughs> dog food all day. It's interesting because I feel like it could go both ways where you could get a lot of people who are desperate, right? Like they're in college and they want to get beer money. And so they see this ad that's like, come eat dog food for 20 minutes and get a hundred bucks. And they're like, hundred bucks, that's beer for the week, you know? So like you could get that crowd or you could get maybe like the market is more reliable people who would like be like oh this tastes like this or you know like someone who actually has some knowledge within the food industry I'm not sure because I feel like eating dog food sounds like gross so I would assume it's probably more of like people who just need fast cash that would sign up would be my guess <laughs> yeah I agree it does sound sort of like a college beer money sort of job but you know what? I, I can guarantee you that there are some niche people out there as well who actually probably enjoy eating their, their pet's food. I have to admit, when I was young, I did try a, uh, one of my dog's bacon strips, one of the treats one time. It wasn't terrible. I wouldn't eat it every day, but you know, I'm sure that there's definitely a niche out there for people who enjoy it. So maybe that's the key for the companies is finding those people who uh, take their passion to work every day, as you could say in this case. It sounds like you want an application. I'll look into it for you, Ian. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested in at least looking into it. Let's let's see. Yeah. <laughs> if things go bad. Okay, so the next one is a tissue paper sniffer, which is basically what you use to wipe your nose, especially when you're sick or something. And so what this job implies is they're supposed to, oftentimes a lot of paper tissue brands have all these scents. That's how they kind of like diversify their product. And another thing that's big about it is they care about texture because your nose is really sensitive. And if you're sick and you're blowing your nose 20 times a day, you want to have a good paper tissue that's not going to give you a rash, that's not going to hurt. And so there's a job is that they test out all these different tissue paper products to see if they like the smell, if it irritates them, if the texture is good. Allegedly, according to this article, it's a really hard gig to get, which is surprising. <laughs> Again, it feels kind of like a market of fast cash college students to me. But what do you think, Ian? Would you test out some paper tissues for an hour for some money? Absolutely. It sounds it sounds a little bit better than the than the pet food testing. So it's uh, it's growing on me. No, it'd be nice. You'd get to take in some nice scents. Uh, your nose would probably be pretty pretty tired after that but no I could I could think of worse things to do and if it's this niche of a job you know that's something special you could really brag about that right you could put that I put that all over my LinkedIn let everybody know yes I am a paper towel sniffer professional paper towel sniffer so I think that could have some uh notoriety to it as well in that way fair what about you sound fun um yeah, I mean, again, it sounds way, way better than the dog food one. I think this one I could get on board with, but I think it's funny to be a tester of any kind because you're the guinea pig, as we say in English, where often if you're a tester, you know, they're giving you 
all the products at an early phase where you could get some weird <laughs> tissue paper that smells like shit or like smells like garbage or you know you're getting the worst of the worst usually because they're trying to improve it so or you could get like a tissue paper that has the texture of sandpaper and you're rubbing your nose of it and so it would be funny to hear kind of the stories that these testers have of just the worst products they tried and what they smelled like tasted like felt like all those things yeah i'd like to hear what a typical rough day on the job is like for yeah. them some they come home after a long day ah, it was a long day of sniffing paper towel or <laughs> sniffing tissue paper so i uh, think that would be a pretty interesting career to take and the next one sounds really fun this one might be the most fun out of all of them on the list here and this is water slide tester so you know when you go to an aqua you know you go to a water park and you see the big slides where you're having fun, you know, lots of families and kids going down. Well, you have to have somebody test that for its uh, safety, for its quality, and kind of just do some tests on it before it can be open to the public. I don't know. It sounds really fun to me. I mean, I guess technically you would run the, run the risk of like maybe getting hurt in some cases. But gosh, that sounds really fun. Just going to different water parks and trying out the slides and giving your opinion on it. And again, interested to see what the uh, hourly rate is for this, but it could be a good side gig even, right? Have that as your, uh, have, have that as a, on the side, that'd be really fun. So what about you? Do you like, do you like water slides? Would this be a good one? I, yeah, I mean, again, I think I go back to like being a tester where this would be funny as bloopers, which is like videos of things that go wrong. And so it'd be funny to film and get all these bloopers of people who tested out this water slide and the middle fell through or like it curved weird and you, you know, you flipped over the slide or you fell on the grass or I bet there's some really funny videos that come out of this. I think I would try this one. I mean, I like water slides, but again, being a tester, it's like, am I gonna like fall 50 feet from this slide that, that doesn't work well? <laughs> Yeah, I think the risk of liability or injury is pr probably pretty high. So probably need a good insurance policy. But in terms of like having fun on the job, it's probably way up there. I can't think of what could be a whole lot more fun than that. That'd be an enjoyable one. Fair. Well, so that brings us to our final one. Very similar to the water slide tester is just an overall stunt tester. And so this is someone who is paid to do all the dangerous stuff that we see in movies. I think it's incredible that these people not only like can do all these dangerous, you know, whether it's fight scenes, car scenes, all these kind of different things, but that they can also mimic the the actor that they are in the movie. Like Tom Cruise doesn't do probably 90% of his stunts and there's this guy Steve that does them and he's like this professional athlete probably that you know puts on a helmet and it's like in the in the driver's seat and actually doing these these crazy explosions and flips and all these kind of things to me being a stunt what is it a stunt double i guess they call them seems scary i mean i guess these people are probably trained and experts but i don't think i would want to do that what about you ian i'm guessing it doesn't pay well and you probably risk your life every day on the job but yeah i think you said it i think if i'm if i'm risking getting hurt and or killed every day, I better be getting paid a lot. So if it's if it's not a really high salary, then no, it's it's definitely not for me. I mean, you hear stories about stunt doubles who 
you know, they break their arm in a scene and then maybe the, the director doesn't even use the scene. So now they're stuck with a broken arm. They have to find someone else or there have even been cases of stunt doubles dying. Right. And so it is very high risk. And I know that there are a lot of people who do it. And I don't know, just for me, I guess, obviously I would need a lot of training, but it doesn't sound very fun to me. I think I, I would live doing a different career on the list personally. Fair. Yeah, it would be interesting to see the footage of the stunt double like doing the scene and then what the final product is. Because I am curious now with technology how much stunt doubling is necessary because you can use CGI, which is like digital imaging, to recreate some of these scenes and, and that maybe it's not as dangerous because they don't need stunt doubles as much. But I don't know. That's just That's just my guess. But seeing some of these scenes, you're like how does anyone flip in a car and be next to an explosive and some of the stuff seems yeah very intense <laughs> yeah exactly i think i'll i think i'll eat the dog food instead fair yeah i'll do i'll do professional snuggling you eat the dog food and yeah <laughs> that actually sounds better surprisingly enough to say yeah okay so listeners there were just a few there we know that there are many 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 other unusual jobs out there so we could probably cover some more in a future episode. Maybe we will. Who knows? Maybe we will pursue some of these as a second career. Or if things really hit rock bottom, then we know we can we can look for these other options. So listeners, if you're bored with your job, consider it. Consider changing your career to one of these and uh, see how it works for you. So as usual, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. As always, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.